everyone. We're trying something a little different today. We wanted to just look at a single song and kind of do a deeper dive into that. And with Halloween approaching, you thought it would be appropriate to take a look at a new song that the band Muse put out. It's not really like anything that they've put out before, so I'm not really gonna do my normal intro spiel on it, but I hope you like the episode. It's kind of fun to just talk about a single thing, and I was trying some new stuff in the edit this time, so enjoy, and happy Halloween. Yeah, so I decided to give the new Muse album a try shortly after release. And I came to this track and I just needed to talk about it. It's a bizarre track. It is. It is. is. (laughs) Yeah, I know that my first listen, I just sent you dot, dot, dot as a response. Partly because I didn't want to burn pod, but... I wasn't sure if you sent me the ellipses the dot dot just like blank stare pause based off song title or if you'd actually listened to it but no knowing listen you listened to it. to it makes it better yeah no i listened to it all right do you like this song or I don't, not that's the problem is i don't know because yeah same i okay this song to me does not fit on an album from a major artist that has been doing this for Muses on seven, eight albums now, something like that. Yeah. And this song to me feels like the the song a group does specifically for like a JC Penney's Halloween ad. Muse has nine studio albums okay, right now. Nine. That's a lot. That might but, be with the new one. But do you do you get what I mean? Like it feels like you're in like a six flags halloween commercial kind of oh yeah feel yeah there's the first thing that my brain went to with this song is werewolf bar mitzvah werewolf bar mitzvah spooky scary boys becoming men men becoming wolf werewolf bar mitzvah spooky scary boys becoming men men becoming wolf i mean yeah it feels like a like a novelty Halloween song. Now, after listening to it a couple of times, I can get the undertones that exist that make it more than just a Halloween song as yeah. far as like a bad relationship or something. But it's just with the organ, it's super catchy, but it just yeah feels like too catchy. Yes, too catchy and going into kitschy. Yep, that's that's how I feel about it. But my daughter, who is seven, loves it, so that's okay. Not bad. I listened to it once with Carolyn yesterday, and we both kind of had the same reaction. Of you turn it on, and you're immediately like, "Oh, I don't like this." And then after a little bit, I might like. I, this. I might like it. Maybe. That's the problem I'm having with it is the more I listen to it, the less averse to it I am. But when it first came on, so this album, I saw a very brief cover of 
a magazine and Matt Bellamy is saying that like two of the heaviest bands, my guess is probably someone around the realm of like Opeth or Mastodon or something like heavier acts inspired this album. Okay. Hey y'all quick editor's note here. Q found the article that he was reading and Muse was saying that the two heaviest bands they think are out right now are Slipknot and Rage Against the Machine. So take that as you will. It is definitely a heavier sound than normal for them. And so coming off of three or four heavy songs, also very clearly inspired by anti-government corruption, anti-oppression of the people kind of muse stuff, you come to this. And I saw the title because I was listening to it in the car. And as soon as it started, I, I just kind of had no idea what I was in for. But it kicks off with that organ. And I was like, this feels real cheesy. I can't take this seriously. But it's kind of growing on me. I'm still not sure album-wise how it'll fit with the rest of the album if if I feel like it has a good place on the album. Hey, editor's note number two. Q also followed back up on this one and said that it did not really fit the vibe. But it's definitely going on Halloween playlist from here on out. I can see that. The organ kicks too hard not to. <laughs> yeah, there's all these fan things referencing that it's like only the second time that they've used organ. And I forget what the other song is. It's listed somewhere, but I don't have that page up. <sighs> I have a... I wanted to like put a pin in the... You were mentioning the themes of, I guess... They're on record of saying that they wrote it about domestic violence during COVID and how you can't really get away from abusers Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. I have a weird problem with them putting that in a kind of kitschy sounding Halloween song. Yeah. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of songs that do very like dark lyrics hidden by a more upbeat tone, but like not kitschy. Yeah. When it's kitschy, it suddenly becomes a different Mm -hmm. thing, especially because there are they made a big deal about the Stephen King references and there's too many in the music video. But there's like only two in the song. Mm -hmm. There's the misery one. Mm -hmm. There's a shining quote at the end that voice that you hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think there might be one other one, but there's really is the I'm your number one fan. in there also a stephen king reference yeah it's from the misery movie okay okay but i don't know i go way back and forth on the immense amount of wah that's on the main riff Mm, okay i can see that yeah we haven't even talked about the song (laughs) we're just talking about whether or not we like it or can even get into it yeah that sound i feel like i'm going back and forth on it every like five seconds during the song because at first i'm like no what is that sound and then i'm like it's kind of cool at some points yeah i think it's a matter of like how much it's like backed up by the rest of the song when it's kind of by itself it's such a yeah i feel like you need you need the mix for it to feel more okay it does add some kind of movement to the part that I think is better yeah. than just like playing it straight. But I mean, the song though, it 
at its core does sound like Muse playing a Halloween song. It even, I feel like, breaks character for a second as far as Halloween goes on the pre-chorus, where the pre-chorus sounds more like Muse a la the Resistance era with that, that symphonic swell yeah, in a more like positive, swirly tone. And then it breaks into the chorus and it's all Halloween. Yeah. I also thought it was funny because I saw them giving an interview where they were like, yeah, we kind of want to do a holiday song. And we were like, you know, nobody really raps Halloween. And like, guys, Misfits as a band <laughs> exist. All of their songs do that. Yeah, but I, I mean, know, like, we don't have like the Mariah Carey Halloween album. The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes, yes. Which is a movie about... Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. But you're not wrong. Like, I'm not defending Ramones, them. Ramones I, Pet yeah. Cemetery, the Monster Mash. That's true. The like, this song, and this song feels, this song has a real thriller vibe. It does. I can very much agree with that. You know what, though? I feel like the guitar solo specifically mm-hmm. feels very Prince. Something about the way that he rips into it and the tone that he's using just felt more Prince than anything else. But also, that is a pretty standard Matt Bellamy tone and feel of a solo. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was the, I don't know, something about the setting in the song or something. It just, there are some guitar styles that stand out as unique. And that style seems to be more in the unique Prince camp than the standard guitar camp, if that makes sense. Yeah. Another thing I thought was interesting, and it happens really only once in this song, a friend of ours, Ryan, cannot get into Muse because he feels Matt Bellamy's vocals sound too much like a dollar store Halloween ghost ornament. Like the hanging ones where when you walk past it, it goes... And I just thought it was interesting, funny, kind of like ironic that, you know, at one point, because that's a pretty standard Matt Bellamy thing, like big swell and like, like crazy, crazy high note vibrato he does once in this song. But then I immediately got a picture of just, you know, a dangly ghost ornament, Um, which does just again, kind of fit the vibe of the song a little. I, again, just have a weird issue with like doing a song that's actually about something something very serious, serious but also being like but it's also going to be our halloween tribute song and it's gonna be goofy campy, goofy yeah yeah i feel that i'm here for campy and goofy but i don't know i don't know that they pull it off for me fully no i can tell that there are undertones of something going on within the song but i don't know if i can get into or like fully accept a hard sell of what they're saying the whole song is about it's another thing where i feel like there's about two references to it and then the rest of it is them going halloween yeah it's like 80 percent fun halloween song and 20 percent domestic abuse yeah which those two things don't coexist well in my in my brain space 
No, they don't. I mean, they if you're watching as well for anybody, if you're watching horror movies about that sort of thing on Halloween, then okay. But then that doesn't give me vibes of fun Halloween party. Yeah, no, so, that's a. So I don't know. I'm bringing it to this, like breaking it down and trying to process. If, oh, if I did like you it. listen to it in headphones at all? No. There's a bit. Okay, the second pre-chorus. Okay. He sings like two different things essentially, and they are panned left and right in the headphones. Oh, really? One is I'm shackled. There's no way out. I can't escape. And the other one is there's nothing I can do to escape. And they pan them. They like flip. They automate the panning. So it flips. Oh, and they kind of collide in the stereo headphones. Interesting. I saw that in the lyrics. I saw both of those. And yeah. my only thought was I didn't quite hear it the way that it's written down in the lyrics. And that explains why. I'm not going to lie. Listening to it in headphones, it doesn't sound good. Hmm. Interesting. It's just somebody saying two different things, which means my brain goes, oh. <laughs> it's like listen to this this sports cast while also listening to an audiobook and then tell yeah. us about both. What do you think of the grandiose swell of the song? Because I think that's the only thing we haven't really talked about. Mm. With the barrage of drums, pretty standard Halloween chord progression. Yeah. Kind of feel. Again, it just feels like it's nailing home that they wanted the song to be kind of kitsch. Yeah, it feels like a Muse Halloween song. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. It feels like we're just directly echoing Thriller at that point because we've got like the <laughs> like shining, the like super deep yeah. voice yeah. talking. Like it just, eh. I hear that. Yeah. yeah. I think at face value, as especially background music. For a Halloween party or something, it works. Yeah, it's great for that. Yeah, it'll hang around. I might think about it for that. But yeah, but they missed the mark on like a impactful song, but it doesn't sound like they were really going for that in in real. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I don't know what they were going for because one interview they're like, "Yeah, we wanted to make like a a fun Halloween song," and then the other one with the like, "We wanted to make this about domestic violence," and I'm like. That's, that's heavy. That's two vibes. Yeah. And they should not <laughs> they should not meet. No. Yeah. Well, that's you make me feel like it's Halloween. Yeah. It's confusing. I just watched the video for the song. Oh, did you? I didn't know there was a video for it. I don't like it. No? No. Are they in costumes? Because Riley said that she imagined them actually wait they're in paintings hmm okay it's like all i think it's like all cg okay so it's got a weird uncanny valley mm, thing okay. to it they break into a house that looks like the what we do in the shadows house and then inside it looks like the manor fight scene from the matrix 2 